Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Now your host, Ace. So here's my question. Um, Let me ask you this. this. Baltimore, Chicago, make it to the Super Bowl in 2027. Mm -hmm. Who are you rooting for? Who's playing quarterback for Chicago? Baltimore, Chicago, make it to the Super Bowl in 2027. I don't give a fuck who plays. Does that matter? Does it matter who's playing playing quarterback for Chicago? It does. Justin Fields. Then you're not. Then you're not. Then you're not a Bears fan. Then you're not a Bears fan. Like I told you, because I don't. You're not really a Bears fan. That's it. That's the whole point. You're not. This is the reason why. This is the reason why I brought up the the, the Knicks versus Spurs yesterday because I was. You know, I was really making fun of that. Yeah, no. (laughs) I I I wasn't paying attention. You never do. You, wait, you really were? You, never do. you, you were you were yeah. in the chat doing that? Oh, yeah, I, I was, I not in 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 the, in the group chat. Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't. The only person I came to the group chat for, or I even checked it because Lamont was talking about it. She's like, they gave up. I was like, they won by twenty one points. If you have a thirty point lead and you win by twenty one, you didn't give up the lead. If you win by five, you give up the lead. But if you have by thirty and you win by twenty one, you coast it. You coasted to a victory. That's ridiculous. But, what, like, but, but Ace, whatever, man. Yes. You're not a real fan of the Bears. If I can't ask who's playing quarterback, then I don't no. know. Why does it matter? Your, why doesn't it matter? Your, why does it why matter? Doesn't, your why team doesn't is, it matter? Your, it matters because, to Jerry because Jones. I just, because I just know. Who the hell? Can, Jerry Jones is the owner of the team. Mat- I'm a fan of a team. No, no. If it matters no. to him, why can't it matter to me? Same rules for if everybody, you are, baby. If, no, if you, are a bear, if you are a fan of the team, yeah. that it doesn't matter. And it's, and your team is in the nah, Super Bowl. Your no team is playing standards. in the Super Bowl. That's not what then, we're doing today. Then it shouldn't matter who they're playing against because that's your team. That's not real That's life. the whole point. That is that's real not, life. That's not real life. That is absolutely that is real life. It's perfectly fine, Ace. When we when it's time, team? it doesn't, it doesn't matter who's coaching, Ace. They're in the Super Bowl. Oh. Would you care? I just gave you an example. I didn't. I didn't. I, I just gave you a, scenario, you a quick scenario. Would you care if Bill Belichick became the, the Jets head coach and was coaching the Jets in 2027 to the Super Bowl? I don't give a who. Who's the? He would be happy. He would be happy because it's the Jets. I'm still in the Super Bowl. I'll go. I'll gladly pay and go to that Super Bowl. Hmm. Hmm, nothing. I'll gladly pay and go to that Super Bowl. Bill Belichick was coaching it. Tom Brady be, was the damn offensive I'll be coordinator. For a, and I'll we had we... a clean game. That's what I'll be cheering for. It doesn't matter, Ace. You wouldn't be cheering for the It doesn't best. matter. We get, I get it now. What do you you're get? A, Ace is not a real fan. You're not, <laughs> you're not really a fan of the Bears. It's fine. I am. So Bugazi fan. Okay. You don't even go with the Ravens because they're doing, doing good right now. He ain't saying nothing about them last year or the yes. year before. Actually, I did say something about them last year. No, you I just talk about Lamar Jackson. Them, that's all you're talking I about. I told them to pay Lamar. He is the team. And without him. No, that's all you're talking about. And I said they really improved their team by getting Roche. Yes. Hey, how about this? Court, the same the same Super Bowl Malik was talking about, before, for some strange reason, Zach Wilson became all really, very good. Mm-hmm. And he's on the Ravens. Yeah, and and Lamar Jackson is on the Bears. Who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Bears. Yeah, so that that, that explains it right there. Lamar Jackson. That's uh, that, that's what he cares about is Lamar Jackson. He doesn't really care about any team. Just be a fan I'm, of I'm, the other the player. I'm cheering for the Bears. All right, that's, that's, so that's, just... that's fine for you to be a fan of the team. So 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 Ace, Ace, yeah, if it's the Bears versus the Jets in the Super Bowl, Lamar Jackson is on the Jets. Who you choose? Who you who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Bears. Yeah, stop your damn lying. You know why? 
Lies. Do me a favor. Lies. Ace already. I'm gonna cheer. No, I can't. I can't. I can't cheer for the Jets because um, uh cultural reasons. But um, as a New Yorker, I can't. No, as a New Yorker, I can't. I can't really root like the Jets and the Giants. Like they. Indianapolis Colts versus the Bears. Hold on. No, no. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred for you. I'm gonna keep it 100. Uh, hey, hey, that we can, we already, you already can said I, this is the New York thing. So can I finish? You already said you already said the New York thing. So let's let's just replace them. Let's replace them with with, in the, with the Colts thing. Colts no, and Lamar Jackson's on there. When I found out the real reasons why they never had their team or any of their facilities in the state of New York or in New York City, it let me know. Oh, they don't care who their feds are. They're just trying to extract as much no. money from you as possible. Yes. Ace. The no, reason, the reason, when no, I found the that reason out, why, the reason why the only reason. That's Let BS. Me finish the, what I'm the, real no, reason, it's not BS. the real reason. The real reason. When I found out that the teams were not in New York because they were trying to get a tax Don't mute break. Me, man. When they were trying to get a tax break. Ain't no about the tax break. It's about MSG owner. No, about, it's not about it that. They he can was build, the one who blocked it. They had the opportunity to build stadium in the 70s. They had land on Long Island. They did not do so. They hey, talking land, about old owners. Had, hold on. Hold on. But they had. Yeah, but that same owner was the owner of the team up until. Is like, that the owner of the Jets? Willie Johnson was Leon, not the owner of the Jets Leon in the seventies. On the Jets, Leon Hess is dead, and the, and the same Leon owners Hess of the Giants dead. are still there. They've literally owned Leon the team Hess since nineteen twenty-five. The Mariners. I was saying, I was saying the Jets. Leon but Hess. Either, wait, not, but either Leon Hess is not the that. owner. I get what you're saying, but both of them did that. Rather than <laughs> no, you, pay tax you, money, you, they moved to New Jersey. Using some BS. No, seriously. When I really, I'm giving you a real answer. When I really found that out, I was like, "That's really cheap for them, and that's really sad." Then when they built the new stadium in New Jersey, I was like, oh, they doubled down on it. They really didn't want to do it. It had nothing to do with the owner of the MSG. It is. It had to do with it Sheldon. Is. It had to do it with Sheldon. It had to do with Sheldon Silver, who was now no. in prison. Yes. Former no, former state assembly member who is now in prison no. in the state of New York because he that's took lies. money. He took money to make sure that, that stadium never got built. Because he hey, sat on the state lies. board and he did not approve it. I'm dead serious. That's BS. Anthony, that's you BS. Because I, if you want I'm, to. I'm, I'm, I said the Jets. I didn't say nothing this. about the Giants. I'm giving you the reason. I'm giving you a real would you detailed let me, actual Would you let me say my counter? I'm, I'll mute myself. Would you let me say my counter? I said the Jets. I didn't say nothing about the Giants. You talking about the? You said that both the Jets and Giants because they did whatever back in the back in the heydays when Leon Hess was actually alive. Leon Hess is dead. I'm talking about the Jets. The Jets was actually trying to go to Manhattan. There's actually articles in the Daily News that actually showed that the Jets was trying to go to Manhattan, but it was blocked off by MSG's owner. I forgot what that dude's name is because I don't care. Dolan. It was blocked off by him. And the reason why it was blocked off because it was right next to MSG and he was afraid that the Jets was going to get more court crowds to go to there instead of MSG for other events beyond football. That's the real reason. But you're talking about not liking a team because they're going to the Super Bowl because of what they did back in the days. This is a different owner. This is a different team. But same scenario. But this time, Lamar Jackson is on the Colts. Who are you rooting for? Because this, this not that your New York bias BS is out the, out the window. I mean, I'm not really biased against matter. New York. I'm biased for New York. I've told he's a you, fan. He is a, Anthony. He is not. What? He is a conditional fan. He is. He's mm-hmm. a fan under conditions, which is fine. I'm not. I don't. I'm not even. You know, like going against him for that. But he has proven my point. I asked him a question. I said his. I said the Ravens and the Bears are in the Super Bowl. Who are you rooting for? And he asked me. 
who's the quarterback of the Bears. That means that there are conditions by which his fandom is able to be swayed one way or the other. Ace, you can't dis- you can't dispute that. It's exactly what it is, and it's recorded. So you want to find you are a fan. I want to finish what I was saying about the Jets and the Jets. Everything is about that. Personally speaking, let me finish what I was saying. No, Ace, I'm the person that started the actual started the topic. Go, go. I started the topic specifically. I had I had nothing to do with the Jets and the Giants. I started the topic specifically asking you about your fandom of the team that you say that you support and that you have said that you have support for over 20 years. You have supported the Bears for over 20 years. You wear Bears jersey. You you supported the Bears. You you were rooting for the Bears during the Super Bowl in 2006 when they played against the Colts. I was with you when that happened. Like, I watched I was there too. (laughs) I watched you support this team for the better part of 20 years, for over 20 years. I've watched you talk about, and we've had conversations about the greatest running backs and Walter Payton, and you follow this team during the offseason, and you talk about what they've done and what they do and all these things. And this year, for whatever reason, because it's not like this is the first year that the Bears have been bad. So for this year, for whatever reason, you have shifted very, very much so considerably to, to another team. That's not to say that you're not, I'm not saying that you don't like the Bears still. I'm perfectly fine with you not you, you saying that you you like the Bears. That's perfectly fine. But you are a fan of you are now a fan of the Bears under certain conditions. There are Nick fans that are that are only Nick fans under certain conditions. I'm not saying anything against that. I'm just saying that's what you prove it. You when you say you are a Bears fan, I say okay, under the right conditions. That's all I'm saying. Now you want to you guys want to talk about the Jets and the Giants and all of that stuff and you know why you don't like them or why you call them New Jersey this, New Jersey that. That's your business. I had nothing to do with that. So I, I that's well, all I'm stating was that fact. I can move on. Now go ahead and speak your pieces. And then y'all can finish. I'm going to mute myself. Y'all can finish your conversation there. What I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted by Anthony and Malik is the fact that they, at every turn, the only reason why they that stadium came up is because of Bloomberg. The only reason why that stadium did not happen is not because of the owner. He did not want it. But the real reason is Sheldon Silver who got convicted of corruption, who was paid off, who happens to represent, if you looked up, that same district in the state assembly. He also happened to be the state assembly speaker, which is a very powerful political position in the state of New York. He was paid off by people who did not want that stadium over the rail yards. Those same people were the developers who developed that land and turned it into the luxury housing that's its empty that you see today. Everything else with that project went forward. So if you want to take the 7 train over to the 34th Street Rail Yards, which was promised and which was happened, the stadium for the Jets would have been there had he not been paid off. And they had other sites that they could have gone to. They could have had a stadium next to City Field, where the majority of their fans are from Queens and Long Island. They chose not to do so because it was not going to be in their preferred location of Manhattan. They could have been in New York. They could have paid some minimal taxes there. They would have got a really good deal, but they didn't get the best deal. They went to New Jersey because they wanted to get a cheap stadium deal. Then they turned around and sold personal seat licenses and gouged the fans even more and jacked up the price on everybody, beating people in the head 
So at no point have they ever contributed any tax dollars to the state of New York, to the city of New York, or to the place where I was born and when I was raised. That is my point, Anthony. That is a fact. And that's a bad point. You, I can provide you articles. And I don't care for it. I don't also, care for the politics, Ace. I was just, we just, we just, no, I was no, actually more about, me, I'm more asking you, I'm more asking you about fandom and you, yeah, and that's why I'm something. not a fan. When I found that out when I was in my 20s, I was like, this is some really cheap shit. Why would I support and spend money and pin my attention on something that does not support me? Well, we went off Why? topic because Why? the original topic was but, really about your fandom and stuff like that. But you're mostly bringing us in, and better than that, and you keep cutting point, people off, of adding these things in because I'm really trying me. to make more of a. I'm really trying to make. A, I'm really trying to make a point because my point really is that you're only really a fan of Lamar Jackson. No, but you don't want to no. admit that. No, I'm fans That's of teams what it that is. play in the places where they say they represent. I'm Ace, when I said earlier, when I said earlier, actually help out the community so and play where they play. Ace, every team when I said earlier, Lamar Jackson was on the Bears. Also, you should switch over to them. Lamar Jackson should have been on the Bears, but they were too scared to draft him. He so, could have also been on the Jets, but they were too scared so to draft. Does that? That's what. Anyway, I made my yeah, point. I'm done. A, could have been on the Lions. The Lions. Yeah, and they were too scared to draft him. He was drafted 32 overall. Exactly. So and every what you're team saying is, I already made my by, point. By, by saying you're a fan of the team that represents that that represents the city that they're that they say, that means you're a fan of every team in the NFL. No. With the exception no. of the Jets and the Giants. No. There's a lot of teams that don't actually play what they say they play. But my point, you, my point is my point. State? Is, yeah, my point is even larger than that. San Francisco 49ers playing in the Santa state Clara County. Or in the city. 50 miles. Yeah, the city. Which is fifty miles from where they play, so they can get a better tax deal from Santa Clara. I don't even know where that is in California. But also, the New York Giants, for the first time ever this year, had a black quarterback start and win a game for them. And you guys always, you guys, you know, Anthony always gets annoyed with me about the whole race thing. But it's like, listen, either I'm black, it matters to me. I'm not hey, so it is about the race but, thing because you're making it more political. Gonna, I'm not going to sit here. You're no, fan of political. political. That's the only reason you're a Ravens fan I'm in the not, first place because this no, is Lamar really Jackson not. black. It's really it not is. because I've been pumping. I've been pumping the Chargers. About, you didn't care about none of the. Uh, about, you never cared about the um. The Jackson. Pumping, I mean, you I've never been, cared about the Ravens. I've been pumping the Chargers all year. I'm not cheering for no, Carolina you've been, today. You pump, you're pumping about Chargers just for the betting reasons, but and Quay, you think no, they're going to come talk. back? At the beginning of the Chargers, I didn't bet on them to win the Super Bowl, but I'm glad I didn't. But I was pumping them at the beginning of the season because I thought they had a real shot of winning that division and taking out Patrick Mahomes. And there's guess what? That is not going to happen. That is nowhere near happening. There's a there is a difference between there is a not difference between saying mm-hmm. there is a difference between saying that there's this that saying that the team is good or bad. I'll take the team. Anthony, I'll, be, I'll prove my point to you. The team is going to be successful or anything yeah. along those lines. There, there was a difference between that. Yes. And saying X team is quote unquote my team. When it comes to my mm-hmm. team, there is a difference. It don't it's not don't. Eh, eh, You're right. You're right. There, there is. is. Between and, what you between and, the, the the team that you support, the team that yeah. you root for, the team whose jersey you wear, the team whose you know Hall of Famers you 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 support. You got multiple jerseys. I always does that I, mean, because I because so does that mean you support I, multiple I, teams? No, I and I told you why I have multiple jerseys. I have multiple jerseys because I like the players and the, the players. I have I have yeah. never I have never stepped away from the fact that I am a Lions fan, yeah. and no matter who the Lions play. I am a Lions fan. I follow Lions football. I follow Lions um, reporting. I follow yeah. Lions podcast. I yeah. watch every single Lions game. 
I follow the Lions in the offseason, in the regular season, in the postseason, and I follow the Lions all the way through. That does not mean that I don't like Lamar Jackson. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't buy a uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey if I like the jersey. I have no problem with that. Yeah. But, when, but I would never, but there is never, there is never mm-hmm. a world in which I would say, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm getting at, there is never a world in which I would say that a team is playing my team and I'm rooting for them. Let me give you a scenario. I am going. I am going. Hey, wait, hold on. Hold on. This is this is this is my last example. Mm-hmm. I am you. Everyone here, you know, fans listening, you know this. Is, and I'm glad we're having this conversation. Fans listening, and you, you three. My family is from the state of New Orleans. The first football game I ever went to was a Saints game. The first football game, the first team that I ever supported was the New Orleans Saints because I didn't know any better. I followed the Saints from the from the moment I, the first football game I ever watched. The first the first jersey I ever wore, the first hoodie I ever had was a Saints jersey, because I spent my summers in the state of Louisiana in New Orleans, 15, 20 minutes away from the Saints stadium. When I decided that the Detroit Lions were my team, yeah, that was it. I still yeah. like the Saints, and I support the Saints, and I support the Saints against any team in the NFL except. Yeah. The Detroit Lions. I am going to the game on December 3rd. I will be at the game, Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. And I will be wearing a Barry Sanders jersey at that game. You're going to wear the helmet too? No, no. The helmet (laughs) is not official. Okay. Helmet is not official. And it actually actually hurts uh, when you wear it. So I'm not going to be wearing that. So that's all I, that's literally all I say. This, 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 you know, this, you being a, being a Ravens fan, this, this, yes. this fandom of the Ravens, it caught, it caught me. And I know it caught it and it definitely caught me by surprise at the time. I'm a now, Ravens I'm just, fan now. now I'm just solidifying it that you are, you, you still like the bears. You still support the bears, but under certain conditions and that's fine. There's nothing I'll wrong say with this. There are, there's, there's things my team can do that would make me not be a fan. I'm going to give you this crazy scenario and I'm going to pitch it to both of you. If Deshaun Watson all of a sudden became the quarterback of your team and your team to the Super Bowl, you happy about that? Yes. Anthony? I don't care. I don't care. This is my team. You've been I riding Michael, that guy all year. Hey, I'm just saying. You've been I riding Michael, that guy all year. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so I had Michael Vick on my team before. Okay. And I was still cheering for him. All right. Dog, dog killing and everything. I was still cheering for him. Yes. It was bad. It was bad that he was doing that dog killing, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I was still cheering for him when he was when he put on that Jets uniform. All right, fair enough. I'll leave it alone. But the thing is that, that Ace, and, and the thing I, is that I, I was saying I'm about with you fan. and Lamar Jackson, yeah. I, the thing I was saying with you and Lamar Jackson, I don't mind. I, I quite a, the truth. I ain't saying nothing bad about it. Ain't nothing bad about it. You should be you should be happy about that. Just like Malik said, you know, if you like certain play for certain things, certain representation, yeah. But don't just come to us all of a sudden out of nowhere talking about, I'm a Ravens fan. No, you're not. I'm a Ravens fan. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's BS, just like I'm a Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not a Spurs uh, fan. I, li- I live in the city and I support them. But when the Knicks come to town, they're gonna beat the snout out of them. I'm gonna be cheering for them. Yeah, he looked bad last D- night. Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions could draft Kim Jong Un's nephew, and oh, I will geez. still rock with the Detroit Lions. Okay, I'm, t- I'm telling you this right now. Okay? <laughs> they got Well, they don't. The Bears don't have a chokehold on me like that. Uh, <laughs> I am a fan because I'm still watching the Star team play right now. And what? to keep it 100, I'd be happy for them. Honestly, it would take Deshaun Watson going to them for me to be like, nah, I'm out. It really would. I, I got a lot, but they have a prostate I mean, yet. And, and, I'm going to keep it 100. And, 
I'm not gonna sit here and, and, and you know what? And that's and again, that's fine. There, there are people, and like I said, just talking to the fans before we get into the picks and everything like that, just talking to yeah, all yeah. the fans. There are people, there are people who stuck by uh who who were like ready to leave San Francisco as fans yeah. of San Francisco if they didn't do what they if they didn't cut Colin because Kaepernick. Of, um, like Kaepernick. They were, Meanwhile, they, they were cheering they were, for yeah. him a year and a half before when it went to the Super Bowl. They were like, damn, they the were, hadn't gone out. There were people that right before um Vic came back and 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 came back and was signed by Philly. Yeah, they were, they were legitimately fans of teams all over the country that yes. said, if my team signs him, I'm not going to support them anymore. And I this is you. what and, and we they know this, right? Yeah, yeah. And we but, we know but what, this. You, so what you're I, telling me is those people are conditional fans. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm a conditional yeah. fan. You know what? That's fair. I'm a and that's fine. Fan. You're a fan yeah, under certain conditions, and, and that's my perfect. conditional team is losing ten to six, and as I said, <laughs> they're about to. You know, this man. The, the best thing they, about it, I knew they lose this game. If they lose this game, I did pick. It's gonna happen. If they lose, I pick, the ball, I pick Carolina. It's fifty-fifty. It's really fifty-fifty. If they lose this game, and, he will not be the head coach next year. I guarantee that he's getting fired. That is fault. You don't have. You don't have. No, no, you don't no, have. No, on, what's saying Justin Fields there. This team is so bad. So so bad. Carolina is. Dude, you got a, you got a quarterback that I think there was a CrossFit was promoting him earlier on Facebook. I saw that you know he was a CrossFit at guy. No or point, like at no point did anybody think that Tyson Batchin was a better quarterback than Bryce Young because one went one, one, one overall and the other one was a was an undrafted free agent from a division. But, but, but you know who Tyson Batchin is better in? He's better than my Zach Wilson. I know that. No, you really not. think so? No, he's not. But now he is. I I question that. This is the thing. This is the thing about Tyson Batchin. Is yeah. you are you literally telling me they were not they weren't sixty three? Like he's he's really one of the top sixty three quarterbacks in this in, in this entire 64, <laughs> 64 quarterbacks in the entire world world. The, no, the fact no. that they picked him over PJ Walker is like I was like, but this guy's actually won games in the league before, so he had a bad preseason. If he had a bad preseason, you're telling me you would have benched him and started Bajor like. Got to be shout, out to shout out to Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton, who's way better than them. <laughs> I'd take, yeah, I would honestly, I would, if Cam Newton could roll off the couch right now and check into this game, Josh Dobbs style, I'd be like, please, let's do this. I'll take Jamarcus Russell over this but dude. Even just like, I, I mean, even, I, I don't even name another quarterback. Give me the coach. Give me Josh McCown. Okay. Give me the QB coach from the Carolina Panthers. Have him put on his Bears jersey from four seasons ago and suit up and let's go. I you really have a better you have a better quarterback that is in the, in the stands with the um what's his name with the this, guys who's who's calling the cast you know and, 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 and um let's say Fitzpatrick at know? this point I almost take <laughs> Nathan Peterman okay if Peterman had to come in and play I'd be like I, I guess this is what we got to do now I guess that's okay know <laughs> my feelings on him that's great we got it's almost tied up too bad I don't have the Bears ten nine to go to the half I should have had the Bears kicker on my team I already see this is from the beginning does the Bears get in the second half. Uh, I have uh, no idea. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I started halfway through the first quarter, too. Good question. I was watching something on, on YouTube. Chicago's a beautiful city. It is. Welcome. Every every city looks beautiful from that angle. To the Uptown Parlay podcast. Actually, not some of them look kind of trash. Buffalo does not look beautiful like that. I'm, I used to live there. They got like eight <laughs> Shout out to our in Buffalo. Aces is ragged on your city. Shout out to everybody in uh, West Elephant. Shout out to United Men's Fashion. Shout out to everybody at UV, Buff State, Canisius, and, and uh, everybody even out in Lackawanna, out in the Burbs. 
Hope y'all improve, and I'm counting on y'all to improve. But we're going to get into these games real quick. I just got to bring up the uh, schedule. The owner of the Mets wants to put the stadium, the casino and hotel right next door. He wants to get rid of all the auto body shops. So apparently he's bought that land to get rid of that. And he wants oh, to put man, a casino. That used to be a nice place to sell stuff. <laughs> oh, I used to be an outdoor salesperson. I used to, I used to love going there just okay. for that. All right. Well, but anyway, to the listeners, Anthony used to sell stuff door to door. Yeah, I had so a macarena monkey about, used to walk around. He used to sell for ten dollars. Anyway. About junkyards. Um, <laughs> that was bad, <laughs> random. All right, and hey. then um, what? Shout out to my people's out there in the junkyards, man. Live it up to the people's in the junkyards. And he's gonna build a casino at a hotel right next to the stadium, like right next. Well, to for it. one, I never thought the which seems well, nuts to me. I mean, for one, I never thought that the um. I never thought that it looked all that uh, <laughs> kosher. Yeah, it looks sketchy. <laughs> no, just like just like being being over the yeah that area just kind of looks sketchy just in general. Like you got this yes. big, nice, beautiful stadium, and then right like right outside of it, you just take one drive five minutes outside of there is all of these uh you know these auto body shops. Yeah, where you know you it's know things, things you know, strange things can be happening at night over there. You know. Yeah. The game, yeah. the Met game ends at ten o'clock. That means you better get out, be out of there before eleven. Yeah, I, yeah. Had a, I, I used to have to dress up and stuff like that because it was a, according. I was actually in a real job, but I actually had to change the boots when I went over there because they, they, they had some places that sink in and stuff like that in the streets. Yeah, like uh. <laughs> you know, they 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 it's probably they were, a, um, a river underneath there. Good lord, I would be surprised it's all underneath there. Uh, <laughs> I would be. Somebody probably checked by now. But um, oh, to the games. We are in week ten of the NFL season. Everyone's paying attention. Um, our season stats. I am leading at twenty nine and seventeen. It is in second place at twenty six and twenty. And Malik is tied in second place for twenty six and twenty. I had a good week last week. I went four and one, and you went um three and two, right? And Malik went three and two. Mm-hmm. No, and, and went two and three. And went two and well, three. close. Okay. And would have went, went, went three and two if not for his Jets. His Jets were the were, were the uh, deciding factor there. Oh, he had man, you had to bring that up. I was trying to yeah, stay away from that. Oh, I'm sorry, Ed. I'm sorry. The Bears barely <laughs> That was like the ultimate nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and on this, well, actually, yeah, we're just going to keep the best bets because that's really what we care about because we want to show the Apollo Bells. The other shaky picks, don't put them in. Make your own decisions on that. We are going to be going to the... Another game in Germany? Why are we still doing this? Why oh, no, doing man. This? It's, the last, it's the last one. It's the last Frankfurt ever? game. Or just this season? No, I wish it was ever. But, no, no, you know, no, this season. Out there, you know, they, they want entertainment, too. You should go to a game overseas. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to keep going. As conditional of a Bears fan I am, I flew my ass to England and watched the game out there. Not really nice. No, you just you, no, you didn't you, go there for the Bears. No, I did really you fly didn't. to did you fly to England to see the Bears game or did you fly to England and then the Bears just happened to be playing and it, you know, it just worked itself out? No, I flew to England to see the Bears game. I said, I'm going to go to England. And then okay. I got a deal on a ticket from American Airlines and I bought the tickets. And then it went better because I had family out there. So I was like, I think I could stay with them. And I found out, oh, she lives right near Wembley Stadium or at the time she did. So shout out to All my right. cousin, Abigail. I don't know where she at now, but she's from London somewhere, but she's not right at Wembley. That place uh, is huge. Once she goes out. Um, question is, yes, was this before or after Lamar Jackson got drafted? 
This was, I think he was in elementary school. This was 2011. <laughs> yeah. Jay Cutler was our quarterback. And you was a Ravens fan then, right? <laughs> I was I was a little bit of a Ravens fan because oh I liked Ed Reed. I've always been a low-key Ravens fan. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And also, I bet Trent Dilfer at a football camp. And you know what? He was nice to me, even though apparently he's not nice to his players or other coaches. If you've been watching any UAB yeah, football. Same. <laughs> but was, he was uh, nice to me when I was a kid. Was so. a, it was a different time. Uh, I don't know. That yeah. Was a different time. Way more relaxed guy back then. Very large man, but yeah. At least he ain't put his hands on nobody like that as a high school coach. Indy. Pause again, man. Now this we is doing good, that. You know, children might be listening. <laughs> What are you talking about? He's a, he's a big dude. He's like 6'4", like 240. Indianapolis at New England Pause, in Germany. Man. Indianapolis at New England in Germany. New England is doing terrible. Uh, Indianapolis is doing slightly better with their quarterback, the shoe, a.k.a. Gardner Minishoe. Technically, it's a home game for the Pats, which is merciful because their fans don't have to watch them play. So I'm assuming the stadium will be half empty or it'll be full of German people who think Tom Brady is going to come by and play. And who do you got? Well, um, as far as for Bill Belichick, he's been in my eyes. He's been reduced now to a high school play, a high school coach. So I'm gonna take Indianapolis in this one. And I'm taking the under these two. These two teams are going to battle out, but I think Indianapolis is going to win at the end, just because I don't trust New England. I don't trust their offense, and basically, you know, Belichick passes prime. Just don't yeah. care. <laughs> I, I'm not going to see this game at all. You know, I think it comes on like nine o'clock for me or whatever. Eight o'clock for anybody on the East Coast. Nine thirty in the morning for us. Eight thirty for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Eight thirty. Well, I'm still not waking. I ain't waking up even over that daylight savings time thing that happened for us last week. I'm still not waking up. I, I'll wait game. for the I'll wait for the one o'clock games. Yeah, that Miami KC game is kind of disappointing. Um, if these teams don't play well here, I can't imagine this might be a wild game, like a bunch of turnovers and stuff just randomly happening, but. This is my first lock of the week. I'm taking the Colts. Uh, if you don't play well at home against the Saints, then you're not going to play well 5,000 miles from home against the Indianapolis Colts. It's a nine-hour flight from uh, Boston. I hope they're there already. Uh, I hope they enjoyed the food because it's going to be a long plane ride home when y'all last lose. Give me the Colts. Um, question is, in, and I'm going to take the under. What's up? Um, you if you have your ears to the um, do you have your ears to the ground and, and back there in Boston? How how Boston fans feel that they um not getting a home game because this is basically a home game for New England, but they're in Germany. Oh, I don't know. I don't pissed? know anybody. Upset? Season ticket holders are, but I don't know anybody who's a. I don't. I only know people who are season ticket holders adjacent, so they are upset because they didn't get that home game. And essentially, I know they, I'll be upset. They're kind of getting cheated out of it, but they pay a lot for them tickets, and they were hoping this year would be better. Mac, you know, they were like, we got a real OC, Mac old proof, yada, yada, all that good stuff. And they were really hyped about Juju and, um, you know, Myers, but it's not going so well. I'm sorry, Kendrick Bourne, but unfortunately <laughs> he got hurt. And they actually like Zeke as a, you know, secondary back, the backup for Montre Stevenson. But it's not going well. Um, if they somehow, I don't know, I'd be shocked if they even win, if they win five more games out of the next seven, I'd be shocked. Well, they're not going to draft a quarterback. They might draft a defensive tackle or something. But anyway, um, that's all picks. What's your pick, Malik? Malik. <laughs> I just wait until y'all got over me. Um, <laughs> I, you know, this is I, I'm 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 not betting this game. I would not best bet this game. I'm not betting this game. I'm probably not watching this game. I might watch a little bit of it. I'll watch it. You're not confident the Colts are going to win. 
I watch this no. game on replay. Okay. No, not really. But see, so the Colts, because the Colts to me are. It's, I'm sorry, it's a minus one and a half point spread. So like, yeah, it's a one and a half point spread, right? So it's not. It's not a huge. Field, it's not a huge spread. Even if it gets, you know, the the they can beat them by a field goal. They can beat them by two. You know, this is just the Colts didn't look good. I watched the game last week. The the game that they played last week. I watched the replay of the game that they played last week against Carolina, and offensively. They didn't score. They scored like six points offensively. Like that game was lost by Bryce Young throwing two pick sixes and and a third interception, you know, to the Colts defense. The Colts defense is is good. It's a solid group. Um, but I just I don't I, I don't really trust this team in the least bit. I'll pick the Colts to win the game just because you know it's the the spread is the spread is small enough and and based on what we've seen from Mac Jones and and the New England Patriots offense thus far this year there's just no reason to have any trust in them or any faith in them but um I'll just root I'll just uh support the best player on the field which would be Jonathan Taylor uh the best offensive player on both sides of the ball so Jonathan Taylor I'll I'll roll with you um but I have no interest in betting this game at all putting a best bet on it or anything like that so I'll just hate the Colts on the under all right I hear you makes sense to me um moving on to the next one at noon we got Houston at Cincinnati uh Cincinnati had a wild comeback last week CJ Stroud is one rookie of the year possibly people are you know saying he looked like uh a young Dan Marino right there they are getting seven points on the road in Cincinnati. Over under is 48. Um, the under is over seems a very good bet based on Houston's defense, how they played last week against Tampa at home. I'm going to be taking Cincinnati on this one. I'm not locking it in, but Cincinnati is coming on late and they're getting out at the right time. And now that Joe Burrow's healthy, they're crushing teams. And Houston's defense is terrible. So I don't expect Cincinnati's defense to play terrible all the way through. And what do you got? I was confusing. If that was confusing, I'm taking Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with you. I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to Cincinnati as well. I'm taking them in Cincinnati in the over. The reason why is because um they, they Cincinnati basically plays the same MO every year. I saw the same thing happen last year when um they was playing bad in the beginning. Then they started picking things up. They started realizing who they are. And they actually started making things go. The reason why I'm taking the over is just because well, how both teams are. They're going to score a lot. The defense is not really going to hold things down. I actually believe in this rookie um, quarterback that, that Houston actually has. He's actually putting things, numbers up, and nobody wants to trade him to my fantasy team. But anyway, I'm going to take I'm going to take on um, Cincinnati. I'm taking the over in this one. This is going to be my first lock of the week. All right, there you have it, Malik. Yeah, I'm locking in Cincy as well. Um, I, I don't. I think this this number is a little high. Um, Forty-seven and a half. I think. You know, I, I would want to check to see what the what the weather situation is going to be like in Cincinnati, um, because that that game that they played against Buffalo last week um, was yeah. uh, last Sunday night. Um, you know, 24-18 was the final score there. I, the Cincinnati's defense is good enough to hold, you know, hold hold a good offense under 20 points and they don't need to score a whole bunch to 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 win outright. I, I think that they can win this game by a score, maybe two scores. Uh, and keep the number low. So I'll actually take Cincinnati, but I'll take the under um, as a as a as a as a lock. I'm gonna lock lock in Cincinnati with that six and a half. I'll lay the six and a half, but I'll take the under as a uh, as a final score. And I do think Houston's defense is actually not 
Houston's defense isn't terrible, um, despite that that Tampa Bay game that they just played last week. It's not a terrible defense. Um, so they can. That's what I said. It's not ter- It's not a terrible defense, despite you know, despite the, the game that they, um, the game that they did that game. You know, honestly, you know, before that they, you know, they they gave up fifteen to Carolina. They gave up thirteen to New Orleans, nineteen to Atlanta, or twenty-one to Atlanta. You know, so they weren't and and six to Pittsburgh. So it's you know they had been playing some good defense, and D'Amico Ryan's knows what he's doing back. You know, calling calling the plays on the defensive side of the football. So I'm not really worried about them being able to you know, stay, you know, within the number and keep, keep things relatively close. Um, but I would pick uh, Cincinnati to win by, win by at least a touchdown. So I'll take Cincinnati and the under. All right. New Orleans at Minnesota. Minnesota is favored. is an underdog by two and a half points. The over-under is 41. Uh, I'm going first on this one. I'm going to be taking uh, the engineer, a.k.a. the pasture back. Josh Dubs for the win. They're at home. Um, they seem to be as healthy as they're going to be. Both of these teams' defenses are kind of all over the place. The fact that the Saints gave up that many points to the Bears with Bajan kind of shows me, like, anything can happen. Dobbs is a much better quarterback. It's possible Justin Jefferson might play. So I'm going with Minnesota because they're at home and they're getting points. It's really that simple. Home team, home team. And who do you got? Um, I was thinking about going by with Minnesota as well, but I I think the only reason they quite I want to see one more week of this with Joshua Dobbs at the helm. It quite he was doing he's definitely doing good this year and stuff like that. He's definitely earned his spot to be a starting quarterback in this league. Maybe Minnesota actually keep him instead of trying to draft a quarterback or even go back to Kirk Cousins. But just because he did good last week, I feel I feel that New Orleans might actually be studying the tape. Studying him from back when he was with um, the the Cardinals, they might make some good adjustments over here. I have to actually see what happens here. I'm not gonna lock this in. This is a scary game for me because there's a new element to the, to this. So I'm gonna go with the Saints and winning this. I'm taking an under in this one. All right, Malik, your second favorite team. <laughs> um, yeah. I I like the Saints to win this game. I don't necessarily like the Saints to cover the number. Um, I think it's I think it's a really close matchup between these two teams. I mean, look, Minnesota. One thing that Minnesota hasn't been able to do, which uh, this season, uh, which Joshua Dobbs did help them with last week, was run the football. They have not been a good running team all year. This all year so far, Alexander Madison has been a disappointment um, for both. You know. The, the Vikings team and for fantasy football managers who, who Say that again. with the expectation that he was going to, you know, he was going to have a, a breakout year. Um, he didn't do that. Uh, Cam Akers just got injured for the rest of the season. Uh, they yeah. was, they signed, they, they traded for him and he didn't do much. And now he's out for the year. Um, and so, you know, Joshua Dobbs is, he gives them, he gives them something there um, from that perspective. Uh, the saints, uh, you guys have you guys have heard me say this on a, on a, for a couple of weeks now. The Saints scare the bejesus out of me, right? They just they just scare me. I, they, they should be a lot better than they are. To me, they should. There's no reason that they should be laying this laying two and a half points on the road uh, at Minnesota. This should be a pick'em. If 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 anything, if anything, this should be a pick'em. The fact of the matter is, Ace, they should have blown the Bears out of the water and last they week, didn't. and they didn't. 
Yeah. Five turnovers. They had five Tyson Pagent <laughs> turnovers. The turtle, the turnover differential was five to zero. The Saints yeah. did not turn the football over, and Tyson Pagent turned it over five times, and they still only won by seven. They struggled to win this game. Our defense is real good on the run game. They can stop. I, the I, I just, yeah, yeah, Chicago's defense was good. Was good at stopping the run. New Orleans has not been running the ball as well as as well as I thought that they would. Um, Carr has been, he's been, he's been good. He's been, you know, good at times. He's been up and down pretty much all, all year. Minnesota's riding a bit of a high. I think New Orleans wins the game. I just don't like this number. And so I'm going to take them. I'm going to take Minnesota because they're getting points. They're, they're getting points in the situation. I think this could be a one point swing one way or the other. And to me, I think this is, this is, this will be a straight up pick them. So I'll take Minnesota and I'll take the over here. It's going to come down. I'm sorry, the wild. under. It's going to come down to a wild Taysom Hill play at the end. This may be a bad, good game, meaning two teams that nobody thinks is going to go to the Super Bowl. But someone's going to win this game, and it's going to be like yeah. a 45-48 shootout somehow. Yeah. And, and I also, as you before we jump, you mentioned um, yeah. Justin Jefferson might play. I think this is the first week he can. that he is, he is able to play. They um, still don't know. They're saying like he's practicing know. and like he's he's working yeah. out and actually healthy and is able to run. It was a hamstring injury. Yeah. So. It was a hamstring injury, and also KJ Osborne was hurt last week with a concussion, and TJ Hawkins has been dealing with a rib injury. So it's possible that one or both of them may not suit up either. You know, even if whether whether Justin Jefferson suits up or not. The oh, other thing is to me is mm-hmm. even if Justin Jefferson is there. He has zero chemistry with Josh Dobbs, like in the That's way that true. Cousins does. Right, so yeah, so I, I would be, I wouldn't be too concerned with with Justin Jefferson coming on as, as great as he is. I wouldn't be too concerned if he does come back, um, because I don't think they'll be on the same page for at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, he he had a couple of weeks of practice and actually learned his name, so he should. It can't go any worse than it did last week. Like that's true. That is true. And somehow, this is also the crazy thing I heard today. Forty-six different quarterbacks have started a game this season for teams. Forty-six. There's thirty-two teams. So injuries be happening. So we will see. Taysom Hill might have to finish this whole game for all we know. A lot of ACL um, injuries. Yeah, a lot of ACL, Achilles, and a lot of concussions. Low key, a lot of concussions. Uh, Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Um, this is easy. Locking in Pittsburgh. They're favored by three and a half. The over-under is 39. Take the under. This is going to be the ugliest, ugliest win Pittsburgh gets. But they're going to beat Green Bay the way Green Bay beat L.A. last week. 21-10, 21-7, 21-3. Pittsburgh wins. Easy, easy, easy money. Get it. Yeah, you stole almost all the words out of my mouth, except for I usually don't say easy, easy money as you and your maybe your dad do that. But yeah, we basically just steal, you basically stole almost everything I was going to say. I'm taking Pittsburgh and taking the under. I miss the back in the days. I just want to say this though, I do miss back in the days. This would have been the game of the week right there with Aaron Rodgers versus Ben Rosenberger. I'm aging myself. Well, you listen to this out there, maybe some of y'all is the same age. But yeah, this would have this would have been one of those good games. But I don't trust Green Bay right now. I don't trust Love. I, I was hoping that he would do good this year. You got Kenny Pickett on the other end. I don't trust that either. But I do trust one thing. I do trust Pittsburgh's quite as far as Pittsburgh's consistency in the in the year in year out. And this is the one of those type of um, games that they will actually will win to get themselves into playoffs. Crossing my fingers they don't because you know that's one of the wild cards in there. But neither here and there. I don't really care about that right now. As far as for this, I'm taking Pittsburgh in the under. If I was playing quarterback for the Steelers, and it's possible that Trubisky would play. 
if I unfortunately have to play quarterback for the Steelers, Mike Tomlin can still somehow get us to 10 wins this season. I'm convinced um, that, Your Bears quarterback could be playing. Uh, I keep forgetting this guy's name. Who's playing right now? He could be playing with Pittsburgh, and they could be winning. Yeah, well, they could they could take me. They could take my 99-year-old grandmother. It wouldn't make a difference. They're going to win 10 it. games. And they could take time. the old lady in the shoe and everybody. Malik, go ahead. Yeah, big uh, Green Bay's biggest Achilles heel thus far this season has been the first half of football games. They seem to be able to score in the second half, but they, but the first half of games, whatever, whatever scripted uh, game plan that uh, that Coach Lafleur has been coming up with, uh, the Green Bay offense has just been putrid. Has been absolutely horrible um, on on offense in the first half. They've been worse than the Steelers. Like they've been worse than the Matt Canada Steelers. Wow. And that was difficult. That's difficult to do. Um, they played against uh who did the Green Bay play against? They played against the Rams. They played against the hapless Rams with no Matthew Stafford last last week. And they managed seven. They managed to lead seven three at half. That's what the score was. They wound up winning the game 20 to 3. They wound up winning it out, but they they are horrendous in the first half of football games. There's no reason to believe. That they're gonna, you know, somehow, some way, turn it on, and be able to, you know, to get some points up against the Steelers. And the Steelers are a second half team. They're gonna, they're just gonna grind it out. They're just going to, you know, to force you to, you know, to beat them and to beat them the way that they play. And Green Bay just hasn't shown it yet. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna roll with you, Ace, and I'm gonna go with uh, Pittsburgh. I won't lock it in because, <clears throat> you know, I'm not locking in this. I'm not locking in a Matt Canada offense. But uh, I'll go with Pittsburgh and the under. Oh, that's all three of us. I believe in Canada. Um, yeah, that's how bad Green Bay is going right now. I don't know what could save them. Both of their running backs are disappointing me. I had both of them on my fantasy team. They're killing me. Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Also another good bad game. Will Levis will start for the rest of the season. Ryan Tannehill, not good anymore, apparently. Only took fans in uh, Nashville and Miami a decade to figure that out. <laughs> he wasn't good coming into the season. so Yeah. Tennessee is getting one point on the road. I don't understand that spread. What you're saying is if they were in Tennessee, Tennessee would be favored by four. The over-under is one of the lowest of the week. Or not the lowest. It's 38. This is a tough game. I am going to take Tennessee because they have Derrick Henry. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to switch. I'm flip-flopping on this one. Give me Tampa Bay. I'm not betting this game. I, I would take the over. Neither of these defenses have played great, but they've been good in, in, in spurts and spits or whatever. Yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Take Tampa Bay. <laughs> well, um, I was hoping that you would take Tennessee because I was going was to take Tampa Bay on this one. I'm taking them, but I'm taking the under. I can't – we don't know what um, Manny is and the coffee man is right now. And that's what I'm going to call him until he actually earned his job. Because one week he, when he came out, he was blowing it up. He was throwing touchdowns all over the place or whatever. Then next week he he's basically pulled the stinker and maybe the team is carrying him. I can't put too much faith in Derrick Henry right now because the thing is that this is not back in the nineties or whatever when it was ground and pound and all day defense and this and that. Both of these teams are defensive minded type of coaches, but I'm gonna go with the team that can that actually has a quarterback that will quite that actually knows we know what he is in Baker Mayfield. So I'm gonna take Tampa Bay, but I'm still taking the under in this one. Baker Mayfield has revived his career. Malik, who do you got? Yeah, I hear everything that Anthony said, and I'm still going to take Tennessee in the over. 
Um, look, Tennessee, think he made these man. Look, look, the <laughs> look. The reality situation is, um, Ace Ace kind of touched on it. The reason why Will Levis is the quarterback and Ryan Tannehill is no longer the quarterback is not just because Ryan Tannehill has been bad or he had the concussion or anything along those lines. Tennessee's offense with Will Levis at the at the helm is pushing the ball down the field. They're actually throwing the ball further than 15 yards down the field. They're they're testing defenses vertically and they're taking advantage of, you know, of, of the fact that they have some pretty good deep down downfield talent. DeAndre Hopkins over the last two weeks has looked like an NFL receiver again. He didn't look like that for the first few weeks of this season when Ryan Tannehill was the starter, the starter in, in, in Tennessee. He looked like a shell of himself. He looked horrible. Now I know why Julio Jones left. Now I know why AJ Brown was <laughs> AJ Brown was like, get me the hell up out of town because nobody because they don't throw the ball down the field. And Ryan Tannehill was was holding them back. Look, uh, Will Levis may may in fact be uh, you know he may be a rookie in, a rookie quarterback that's prone to making mistakes and giving the ball away. You know who else has, has been prone to mis- making mistakes and giving the ball away over the course of his career? Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield will give them one give 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 Tennessee one as well. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and lay 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 these one. I'm going to take these points for the Tennessee and and roll with Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, and the boys on that side of the football. Um, shout out to to Mike Mike Evans and and the <clears throat> Chris Godwin and the Tampa Bay receivers. I think they'll keep it close. I think the game will stay close. I just think Tennessee. I think Tennessee can win this outright, and I would love to see what the money line what the money line is because I take the, I would take them on the money line. But give me Tennessee and the over. All right, thank you for that thorough analysis, as opposed to me with my yada yada. <laughs> San Francisco. It's better than me. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, yada yada yeah, is better than me. I used to shake a magic eight ball. You gave a real reason. I was just like, yeah, I'm taking Tampa. San Francisco at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is on a hot streak. San Francisco is on a cold streak. Jacksonville's at home getting three points. The over-under is 46. I'm going to take the under. This is a tough game. I wanted to lock this one in, but I'm taking Jacksonville because they're at home and they're getting points. It's not that um I don't think Brock Purdy is any good. It's more of the fact that San Francisco went out and got Chase Young. Their defense should be amazing. Jacksonville's defense should be amazing. I'm going to take the under, actually. I'm going I'm to I'm bet on the under, for sure, for sure, for everybody out there who's listening. That's probably the safest bet on this one. But I'm taking Jacksonville. I like their receivers better. I think everybody's healthier. Debo Samuel, I think it's still questionable if he's going to play. He, it looks like he is. But, um, you know, Purdy's playing within the offense. It's just that everything hasn't been going right on defense for them. And they're really still not great in the secondary. I've been seeing them get get beat in the secondary the last three weeks that they've lost. And the fact that the Jets were able to beat them really let me know a lot. Give me Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's really taking a real step forward this year. They're going to be a good team for the next five, six, seven years. Get it. Um, Jacksonville kind of proved something more to me. I, I quite I, They were stepping it up before, but to me they fell down in, the, in, the, um, in my rankings or whatever. So I'm going to go with San Francisco coming in here, trying to make their march, trying to make their push for the playoffs starting right now. I'm taking San Francisco and taking the under in this one. This is my yada yada. All right. Go ahead, Balik. Yeah, both teams coming off of their bye. I'll take I'll take Jacksonville getting three points here. Um, I think San Francisco can win the game, but I think Jacksonville will keep it close. Um, this number 
this number right now is is, tre is you know, trending. I would love to see it trend up. I would love to get a hook on this one, like get three and a half, maybe even four points on this one. Um, so if the number if the number does trend up in it to any degree, especially with this the news that Debo Samuel is coming back, you know, keep an eye on it because if it does trend up to three and a half, I feel even better about Jacksonville uh, winning this winning this football or uh, you know covering the number uh, at the very least. Um, I think these two teams are extremely. Um, we both we know that they're extremely well coached. We know that they're very very. Um, they are very similar teams in terms of the way they like to approach things. And Jacksonville's got tons of talent, tons of talent on this, on the offensive side of the football and on the defensive side of the football. Remember this team, this, this team was, was picking in the top 10. Like they have first round picks all over this, all over yeah. their roster. Uh, the other Jacks got one. Yeah. So there's no reason to, to look at, uh, look at them and, and think that they can't, you know, stay up with the San Francisco 49ers in the, in this game. I think San Francisco should win the game. I just, I can't, I can't see a world where this team loses four in a row, um, especially coming off their bye. But I think it stays close enough. This, this is the one that I'm going to be watching for. And this is probably the, the one o'clock game I'm going to be watching for since Detroit and the Chargers play at four o'clock. So this will be the game I'm going to be checking for. I'll take the, I'll take uh, Jacksonville and I will take the over. All right. I think the under is a safer bet. I think, this, this is going to be a grinded out kind of game because both teams' defense is getting ready for this one. People are going to be ready coming up yeah. that bye week. I Cleveland, that. yeah, Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore is favored by six and a half. Uh, Baltimore is at home. Cleveland is starting Deshaun Watson. He got healthy again against a terrible team. Find how that works. 37 and a half points is the over under. I'm going to go way, way, way under. Cleveland's offense has been terrible. He can throw the ball deep, Watson. Lamar didn't have a great game, and they, they blew out Seattle. I was not expecting a, a blowout win, but I did expect them to win. I am going to be taking Baltimore in this one. I'm not locking it in, but I really like this game, and I'm going to be taking the under. I think there's going to be a lot of terrible low-scoring games because the offense has been down all across the league, and the under's been hitting at a really high clip. But um, Baltimore should win this game, and they should win by a touchdown. I think that's actually a pretty safe bet. They've been able to run the ball. They even have a backup running back now who's really good. Who's got some explosive plays. And Bateman and Odell Beckham actually scored a touchdown. So we'll see. They're improving. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baltimore as well. I'm taking the under. The reason why is because um, both teams is definitely going to be in that march. I don't know if you guys noticed, but every team in this division is actually right now, in, if the playoffs started today, all four teams will be in the playoffs. But um, yes. as far as what this is concerned, Cleveland got, got a better defense, better ranking defense, whatever. But Baltimore is more of a over overall rounded team. My hopes and prayers and crossing fingers and everything, twilight to the sun, kiss to the stars, and all that stuff like that. That, that both these teams tie at the end, and could that be very good for me? But in reality, we picking here, so I'm going to go with Baltimore, and this is going to be my second lock of the week. In the all under, right. all right, Malik. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore as well. I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock this in as well. Look, I'm I'm locking in. I'm putting it this way. I'm gonna lock in Baltimore. Uh, I'm gonna lock in Baltimore at home for the rest of the season, probably until oh. until uh, until further notice. Are we all um, secret Baltimore fans now? No, just I, you. I have look. I have a Ray Lewis jersey in my closet, sir. Okay, you do. I do have a Ray Lewis. Yeah, I have a Ray Lewis. Jersey. Yeah, I remember seeing that before. Um, <laughs> I still. Have I remember it. you wore it before. Yes. Um. But no, like look, a certain somebody who pretends to be a, a Baltimore fan. Sorry, but sorry to interrupt. It's just, it's just like the way that this team played. Look, I, I watched this. I watched this team intent intently 
not just uh, in the in the game against uh, Detroit, um, you know, when they blew us out. But I really I watched every snap of that game against Seattle, and watching the way that they that their defense attacks uh, attacks the quarterback, and the, the types of different um, the types of different formations that they can run, the types of different different uh, blitz pressures that they can bring, it's 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 pretty damn impressive. Um, Cleveland has done nothing. Uh, and Deshaun Watson has done nothing to prove, at least to this point, that he's, you know, all the way back and ready to lead, lead this, this, uh, this Browns defense, which is Browns team, which has a defense that's, you know, division leading, you know, there's a, it's, it's a division winning type of defense. Mm-hmm. He hasn't shown yet that he's, he's back to the point where he can, he can lead this team to, to something more than a, you know, maybe a wild card berth. This is a this is a to me this is a, a game for the for the division, um, but Baltimore at home I'm not willing to um, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not willing to give up on that so I'm going to take Baltimore and I will take the under as well I think I think you guys are right that this game hits the under um, these two teams they they're gonna they're gonna you know have a knockdown drag out fight and uh, Lamar has like to to your, to your point Lamar has shown that the Baltimore has shown that they can score thirty points without Lamar having a big game I don't yeah. think Lamar has a big game. But I think Baltimore wins this game by at least a touchdown. So I'm going to take Baltimore and the under. And I'm going to say my second lock of the week. Shout out Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Great linebackers playing some great ball down there right now. Atlanta at Arizona. This, as bad as I think people are saying the Bears-Carolina game is going to be, this is actually going to be the worst game of the week. Um, You're not going to know what's going to happen, but Atlanta at Arizona is going to be the worst game of the week. The over-under is 42 and a half. Arizona is getting one and a half points at home. The Green Lizard isn't going to start. They're bringing back Desmond Ritter. Who knows if uh, they're going to let Bijan Robinson touch the ball. He'll be on the field. He's going to be healthy. He's going to have pads on, but who knows if he's actually going to get the ball. Who knows who's, you know, who knows if Kyler is going to be any good coming back from an ACL as quickly as he could. And we will see. Uh, I'm staying far away from this game. I'm not actually going to bet it, but why not? Let's take Atlanta. Why not? There's no good reason. They got nine running backs they're going to use. They're going to throw the ball to everybody but Drake London because, you know, or Kyle Pitts. Just make sure whoever was drafted in the first round for this team cannot touch the ball. That's what I do know. So if you have the second tight end or the second or third wide receiver, put them in your fantasy lineup and good luck to you. Go ahead and move. Yada, yada, next person. Oh, um. <laughs> I'm supposed to actually pick a team. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go over to Atlanta. This one they actually been um, revving it up in the last couple of um, games, if you want to call it that. And you still got Kyler Murray, aka the midget midget master, coming back. So um, I don't think he's ready. He's basically in preseason mode right now, as far as being the quarterback. If if he does play, but I'm gonna go with Atlanta. They actually maybe actually do some things this week. I'm not going to make this a lock. I don't really care about this game, but I'm going to go with them and take it the under. If you guys got money out there, do not put no money on this. Hmm. Malik? Um, I like the over in this game. Um, I, I do like the over in this one. Um, both defenses leave a little bit to be desired. I mean, like, my goodness, Atlanta's – Atlanta let – I know we keep talking about Josh Dobbs, but the fact that Atlanta – let Josh Dobbs come into come into a NFL football game on a Sunday after not playing for the team after getting traded to the team on Tuesday and come in there 
and rip them apart. They score three touchdowns on them. Two, yeah. two, 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 two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown against that defense. That was equally impressive and horrible at the same time. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't see. It's it's hard. It's it's really hard to uh to to support this team. And and you're right. I mean, Arthur Smith may be my most hated, the most hated coach in the NFL because you have only by Robinson, owners, but like he yeah. it seems like he's just not gonna play the guys who like we he, he, that real high. So fuck he me. just doesn't like any of them. He just I don't know why he just doesn't like you know Bijan Rob Bijan Robinson is not the first running back that's gonna fumble a football in 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 the game, and he saw zero touches the rest of the game. Yeah. He fumbled one time and so zero touches the rest of the game. But this is yeah, this is the seventh points. overall pick. But this is the seventh overall pick. This is the franchise. This is the franchise running back. This is the guy that you that you hang your hat on, that you drafted to to be the you know one of the leaders on your on your team on your offense, and you don't play him because he had one fumble. Like Kyle Pitts has it. Kyle Pitts has barely seen the ball. I mean. Uh, what was it Johnu Smith had a seventy-yard touchdown? <laughs> like, like, like yeah. for real? Are we are we doing this now, people? Um, Arthur Smith is getting on my damn nerves. So because of that, I'm not going to pick Atlanta. I'm going to pick Arizona. It's a one and a half point spread, right? Kyler Murray could come in there and and you know and do his little mighty mouse thing, run around for a little bit, make make some plays happen from the, from that perspective. <laughs> I I could absolutely see Arizona covering the number here. Uh, I could see them winning this outright. And they've actually covered three or four games a season at home. So. Um, and that includes that Dallas game. So I, I'm not sure that they cover, but I'll go ahead and pick them because they're they're the, the home dog. Uh, but I like the over as the best bet for me here. Uh, I'll take Carolina. I'm sorry. I'll take Arizona and the over. You know, Arthur Smith has shaved his mustache like he's in witness protection. As as if. <laughs> so he can't be recognized. I'm just saying he's he's shaved well, mustache that kind of made we'll, him like famous. We'll recognize him when Kyle Pitts gets one target. And like we'll know we'll know where he is if Kyle Pitts really ain't getting good? the ball. Then we know. We'll, we'll is that know on exactly the coach though? Is that on Ritter? Is that on Ritter? Like just not getting the ball to him? No, I think I think I think that that's on. No, I absolutely think that's on the coach because I think that the coach. I think that when you're a coach, you you're supposed to scheme up opportunities for your best players to get, you know, to get targets. Yeah, and right. either and either he's not considered one of their best players, which I don't know why he wouldn't be. Or he just can't get open, and I don't necessarily believe that Kyle Pitts can't get open. I, yeah, I believe that yeah, I believe they're just they're just not targeting them, and they're just choosing to play a different play a style of offense that doesn't target you know the best receivers. And this, like I said, this is there's a reason why Tennessee. It well, maybe maybe it wasn't just Ryan Tannehill. It was Arthur Smith there too? So you know what? Uh, That's true. Yeah. We'll see. Detroit at the L.A. Chargers. First four o'clock, wait, second four o'clock game. Uh, the Chargers are underdogs. They're getting two and a half points at home. That number may go up to three. I don't know. The over-under is 48 and a half, which I find kind of surprising. I do not think it'll be that high scoring. I think it'll probably just under. Weather will not be a factor in LA. Malik, who do you got? Well, you guys know I'm rolling with my lines and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna lay those two and a half points uh and I'm locking this in. Uh I think this is an over game. Um the Chargers didn't look as as much as the Chargers beat the Jets last week. They did not look great doing it. They don't look like they don't look like a great football team. They look like an okay team 
that's um that's that's making some that's making some some of the right plays at the right time. Brandon Staley's not he's, he's not you know tripping over tripping over himself or tripping over his playbook anymore. So you know they should be they're a much more talented team than than what they've shown. They're four and four going at the, at this point four and four against the spread. Um, and so I I don't I don't they just they're just playing like a very regular mediocre level team. Detroit's coming off of their bye, um and. The one thing I will say is, my Lions fans, we travel. We we clearly are traveling because the Chargers, the Chargers don't typically have a, a you know great home audience just to begin with, uh, with the exception of that one lady that they kept showing on the camera. But Detroit, Detroit Lions fans will be there. There will be plenty of Detroit Lions fans that are traveling to this game, and it'll it will sell. It will sound like a Lions game, especially if Detroit gets gets a, a good enough lead. Um, I don't like laying the points here. Uh, I do think this is, you know, just being completely honest, I do think this is one of those games that Detroit could could wind up losing because it's on the road, because it's because LA is a, a very talented team. I'll pick them and I'll lock it in just because I'm a homer and what the hell else am I going to do? But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but I can easily see this game going the other way. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if it, if that happened. But I'll take Detroit in the over. Is this your which lock of the week is this for you? Second, third? My, this is my third. All right, and who do you got? I'm taking Detroit as well. I'm taking them in the over. Um, the Chargers didn't beat the Jets last week. The Jets just gave it to them. So, Corey, the Chargers is not really a good team. They have the worst defense in the NFL, and Detroit is actually going to be in the playoffs unlike the Chargers. So I'm going to take Detroit, take it to over, and it's not going to be a lock, but this is going to be a beatdown. All right. I am going to be taking the Chargers. Good luck um, with that one. I am not locking this in because I this is I have two locks a week already. Um, I'm not taking the char- I'm taking the Chargers because they're at home. I think the Lions were able to get healthy, which is going to be important. The Chargers are actually able to pass the ball a little bit better, and they're figuring out their offense. They have a six foot eight tight end. That's going to help them. Uh, I think they're going to be able to win this game. And as long as they don't turn the ball over, their pass rush is getting pretty damn good. They were disappointing me earlier in the year, but they keep looking better and better and better. But Detroit has a really good offensive line, and I think that's the strength of that team. So we'll see. Strength on strength on this one, but. Only reason I'm taking the Chargers there at home, Detroit's got to travel out to them, and it's two and a half. I would take the over. That seems like a good bet on this one. I expect it to be a high-scoring game. Um, Keenan Allen has been playing great all year, so that's another factor as well. And Austin Eckler is just scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. So anytime touchdown bet on Eckler, that's good money. New yeah, Jersey Giants. Right now, it's I think right now that number's at a minus 140, but you can take it as part of a parlay and get some still get some wins on there. Yeah. New Jersey Giants, the Dallas Cowboys. This is the largest spread I've seen in quite some time, even considering last week uh, Arizona was getting 13 points. The New York Giants are getting 16 and a half points. The over-under is 38 and a half. I expect that to be all the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be my third lock of the week. Luckily, this isn't Sunday Night Football. Um, They're not flexing any games out of there, but the game in Sunday Night Football will actually be better than this game. The Cowboys are going to beat them by 40 again. It's going to be 40 to three. They're going to cover that way. Uh, lock it in on Dallas. This is going to be the best that game ever. If you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, no matter what part of the country you're from, you better fly to Dallas and go celebrate. It's going to feel like y'all Super Bowl. That's how big of a win it's going to be. You head in. Yeah, I'm also locking this in. I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking it over. This is going to be an extreme beatdown. Um, it's going to be Danny DeVito versus the Dallas defense, and that's just going to be a beatdown. There's nothing else you can do about this. The Giants is marching straight to get the number one overall pick. I don't know if the Bears can hold on to that or Carolina can hold on to that, but Giants is definitely coming for that number one spot. 
you know, like um, Ludacris always say, come in for that number one spot. That's what the Giants are going to be doing. Going, going to see my, my favorite player on the, on Dallas, Michael Parsons. That's the only person I care about. Slapping the crap out of Koi Danny DeVito on this left and right. <laughs> so give me Dallas and give me the over in this one. Matt Barkley, I believe, is their um, – Matt Barkley is their emergency QB for the Giants now at this point. Yeah, it's going to be an emergency, all right. Malik, who you got? Um, yeah, I was just checking the number on this because I heard that this has creeped to up 20? to 17 and a half. I, I'm I still heard. on the Dallas Cowboys. I, no, but you know, but the reason why that's why that's so hilarious to me, Ace, I've never seen a spread now. that big in the NFL. 17. You, Going you, up the, to the, 17. The only guy, oh, sorry. They, go, go ahead, go ahead, Ann. No, I was just going to say, Giants, all they got is uh, Saquon Barkley and they caught a bag of sa- chips all over the place, uh, sandwiches and stuff. Ain't nobody on that team. But anyway, but you, sorry about sorry to cut you off, Philippe. No, no worries. But you realize the spread started at 16 and a half, and nobody bet the Giants. That's why it's going up. <laughs> like, this is my whole point. Yeah. People said that's a bargain. This is the <laughs> thing that's scary for me, okay? I don't like betting this number at all. Oh, I want to stay so far away from this game, but seven, 17 points feels like an absolute crazy. I'm going to take that. I'm not locking mine in. I'm going to take Dallas yeah. uh, to cover this because I couldn't be so stupid as to pick the Giants in this situation. And Mike DeVito is just not a good quarterback. Like just, just, just you know, plain and simple. Um, the the Cowboys played a good game against the Philadelphia Eagles last last week. They played they played well. They almost won in multiple there are multiple situations and circumstances where they could have won that game and 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 the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the NFC, possibly one of the possibly the best team in the NFL. Um but the Giants, my god, the Giants uh, you know, I thought that the Giants would show a little bit of fight, a little bit of spunk against the Raiders in Las Vegas. And they showed absolutely nothing. Daniel Jones got hurt again. This team is absolutely just, just they've, they've given up. Just give up on the season. You know what? Do yourselves a favor, Giants. Just give up on the year. Play this one out. You get the number one pick. You get the number one pick or get the number two pick or get your find yourselves in that situation. And go get you go get Eli Manning part two or Caleb Williams or whoever 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 the quarterback winds up being Drake May whoever you want uh go go get that guy and uh and you know and re- revamp revamp the, the the giant situation because it's really bad watching them seventeen points I never thought I'd see the day where the giant where a Giants Cowboys game would have a spread that big. Like these teams yeah. typically play each other close. These teams typically like NFC East games usually are close games. Not the best division in the league anymore. Yeah, but these two, I mean, it's crazy. 17 points is ridiculous. I'll take the Cowboys. I'll take the over. I mean, just just think about it this way. <laughs> Ace. This is this is the this is what's so weird, right? Yeah. The Cowboys are favored by 17, and the over under is 39. Do you realize how much, like, like yeah. in order yeah. for those two things to happen, yeah. like the Giants, they, they're basically saying the Giants ain't going to score more than 10 points. Like, that's it. The Giants, they, they're like, look, yeah, they're if the Giants get more than 10, if there's a bet, on, beat them. If there's a bet on, like, Giants over under. Yeah, that'd be it. 35-10 to get your thing. Yeah, 35-10 uh, to get let's, 45 let's, points. Let us also remind our, our, our listeners out there that this is in Dallas. This is in Jerry's world, so this is definitely yeah. going to be a beatdown. But like yeah. this could go, it, it it could go thirty to three, and they would still hit the under. You see what I'm saying? Like in, in order for this to happen, 
points. Like you're a 17 point dog, and the and the spread is this low. They're expecting no points from the from the Giants, and neither do we. So it's unfortunate. I I, I hate I hate to see this for Giants fans. My son's a Giants fan. He just won't watch the games anymore. This uh, is, <laughs> Dallas in the over. Dallas is three and zero at home against the spread. Uh, the Giants are one and four on the road against the spread. So there's also that. Um, yeah, I think it'll be one and five, and I think Dallas will be four and zero. It's kind of that simple. I'm not gonna overthink it. That's why I'm locked in Dallas. Just go to twenty. I'd still take Dallas. I'm, I'm gonna let you know that right now. So get it in quick before it goes up another couple points. Washington at Seattle. Uh, Washington is getting six and a half points on the road. Seattle got actually just just destroyed by my Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the over under on this is forty five and a half. I'm gonna go real quick. I'm locking. I'm not locking in anybody. Actually, I got three. No, I got. I'm locking in the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. They're going to bounce back. They're going to beat Washington by seven because everybody beats Washington by seven. The Bears beat them. Anybody can beat them. Seattle has a better offense. Geno Smith had a bad couple games. They're going to figure it out. They're going to run the ball well. They're going to throw the ball well. And they're going to explode for an offense on this one. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take Seattle for the win. Go ahead, Ann. This is a really hard game to pick because you got to remember who's on the Washington as offensive coordinator. He, he can't pull some magic tricks out of his, his bag, but right now that his quarterback is not Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to go with Geno Smith in, in Seattle and I'm taking the under in this one. This is going to be my fourth, yeah, my fourth lock of the week. All right. And that was my third lock of the week. And that's Ann's fourth. Malik, what do you got? Uh, it's you. Oh, wait, I locked this in Dallas. That would be your you locked in Dallas, Indy, and Pitt. So this would be your fourth. You know what? I'm not locking this in then. Screw that. Scratch what I said, everybody listening. You're not locking this <laughs> in. I got a, I got I got a better I got two better games coming up. Okay. Um I actually will lock in Seattle here. I think I just think this is a this is a, a get right game, a get back game for for Seattle against the Washington team that just hasn't looked has did that did look better against New England last week. But that was New England, <laughs> and, and you know, they they scored twenty points. They only gave up seventeen, so the defense didn't seem like a, it lost a whole bunch. Um, to, you know, with losing all of those players to to the trades over the course of the, the last couple of weeks, didn't look like it lost a whole bunch. They were actually able to to make things happen uh, on that side of the ball um, against the Patriots. But again, that was the Patriots' offense, and I think on the road against a Seattle team that's going to be looking for some revenge after the the, the ass kicking that they just took against uh, Baltimore. Yeah, this is going to get ugly really quick. So I'm going to take Seattle in the over and I'll lock this in as my fourth lock of the week as well. All right. Next up, we have the New York Jets at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders are underdogs at home. They're getting one point. The over under is 36. Until last week, the Raiders had not put up more than 20 points in a game all season. It was the best game they played offensively last week, and I should have known better. I should have picked them because you always got to bet on the petty. When they fired the head coach, everybody hates. You always got to take the team that week and the week after. They're going to be playing so hard just to prove how wrong Josh McDaniels was. That So for that reason, I'm locking in the Las Vegas Raiders at home. They're going to win. They're going to cover. And I'm taking the over on this game. I know the Jets defense is really good, and I'm betting against them and it makes no sense, but I'm taking Las Vegas and I'm locking it in. Go ahead, Ann. I really don't want to talk about this game, but I have to. Um, it's a tale of two cities. 
Ace kind of messed up. It was actually the New Jersey Jets until they actually earned that name back. Because they don't deserve to have New York on, on across there. Well, it's actually one side. I shouldn't say that the, um, the whole team, the defense actually did good last week. They did their things. You know, they, they might have made the hiccups here and there or whatever, but that's expected. They can't be perfect every week. The same thing you can say about the um, listening to special teams, they can't be perfect every week. And that's the thing is wrong about this team is that with Zach, with Zach Wilson there, you actually actually expect the defense and special teams to be perfect, do special things, whatever, for them to win. And that's kind of scares me. And I can't, you know, can't, as a Jets fan, I can't go, be in good comp, confidence to actually pick them. I, mean, I hate to say this, but I'm taking Los, I'm taking Vegas. I'm taking the under in this one. The Jets are not actually scoring points. And at the same time, there's a tale of two cities right now. If it was a couple of weeks ago, Jets would have slaughtered house these guys and that would have been the eight. But you got Antonio Pierce. Well, yeah, Antonio Pierce, right? That's the, um, what's the name of the guy's name? As a coach over there. He's doing his thing. He's actually he's actually getting this team motivated. They actually got their rookie quarterback playing good, whatever, because they don't have Garoppolo in there. They actually have their players playing good. They actually have their players playing healthy. Even though they just got a very good defense, whatever, I still see them losing this thing. I see them losing by like a field goal or Zach Wilson do some dumbass run to the back, his usual spit-a-rooney bullshit towards the right and fall in and give, you know, a, a, what's the name, a safety. So I'm going to wow. take the um the Vegas thing, and I'm not going to make this a lock because I don't even want to touch even bother with this game right now. So I'm taking Las Vegas and I'm taking the under in this one because there's no way they make it 36 points. It might be like a six to 20 game or something like that. Mm. All right, Malik, who you got? Yeah, we're just, it's a sweep here, fellas. Um, I'm going with Vegas as well. This is my fifth lock of the week. Um, you know, it's 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 sad. It's very sad. I'm going to say this. Out. It's very sad to watch a defense play that well, night after night, game after game, and you look up at the scoreboard, and it's, you know, 10-6. And you're like, and you're losing, right? Like, to watch your team go out there and play hard and, like, you know, go in and, and give good effort. And then look at the scoreboard and you still can't get a damn win. Like it that's that's gotta be demoralizing. And the fact of the matter is the the you know the, the Jets just haven't shown the ability to consistently, you know, score the score the football. You're wasting another good year of Brees Hall. Um, I don't know what the hell Dalvin Cook is doing. Like he's absolutely mm-hmm. not 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 doing anything, and he's and he's letting people know about it. He's collecting game off. Is what he's doing. It should have been. It would have been. It would have been a nice comic. A bit of nice courtesy to just a trade them. They should just I run mean, the ball forty five times a game. Give both of them twenty carries. It's not gonna. I mean, There's no reason to because their best chance of winning. Their best chance of winning. Real talk. They're not winning I mean, nothing. Garrett Wilson. It's. I mean, these are such good players. These are. These are the two defending rookies of the year on 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 both sides of the ball. Like this is a good team. You just wish they had a better situation at quarterback. You just wish that Zach Wilson either just figured it out or just got better. And it's just that it just hasn't happened yet. Look, I don't trust Aiden O'Connell. I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust the 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 Raiders. The only player on the Raiders that I that I truly trust is Mr. Max Crosby and of course Devontae Adams, but. So there's no reason to to really to really be too crazy about them, but the the number is the, the point spread is low enough that it just feels it just feels right. So I'll take Vegas and I'll take the under and I'm gonna lock this in my fifth lock of the week. Before you go on, Ace, I just want to say yeah. this one thing. Yeah, um, 
he's not even the six. Zach Wilson's not even the sixty fourth best quarterback <laughs> in his league. This is horrible. <laughs> I was trying to defend this guy. I thought he would, you know, change things around or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is that you can easily look at the team. Everybody knows you not only wasted Brees Hall, not only wasted Garrett Wilson, not a, you're wasting a championship level defense. Everybody keeps saying this shit. Championship level defense that all you have to do, you can plug in Ace's grandma in there, like he was saying, like you were saying before, you can plug in your grandma at quarterback on this team, and they will they have a they, they have more of a percentage of chance to actually make it to the Super Bowl. Even make it to the Super Bowl. That's how good this fucking team really is. Even with the horrible offensive line. Trevor Simeon's still there, right? So yes. is he that bad that they can't put him in? Like, is, yes. Because the coach should I, be committed to winning. So I'm trying to understand, like, someone else could play. I honestly uh, think. I, I would players run. there. And, and I'm, I'm sitting here watching. I was watching that game, that, that Jet game uh, yesterday though, on Monday night. And I was sitting here wondering to myself, is somebody telling Robert Sala not to take Zach Wilson out of the game? Like, there has to I be. I think that's what it is. So there has to be. I think that's a, what it is. A better alternative here. When you watch Zach Wilson running this offense into the ground, and you just run right back out there, I'm just like, no, man. Like, there's got to be a reason why there's a backup sitting right there. The like, messed up thing about the whole thing, messed up thing about this whole whole situation with Zach Wilson is that the 49ers was in the same situation. 49ers was actually in the worst situation because they think how many how many draft picks they traded to the Bears just to move up. Uh oh, you mean Carolina? Um, Carol- no, the 49ers. Oh, three. They they three three first round draft picks for Trey. Yes, three first round picks. And he still got rid of that motherfucker. They was like, no, we got Bright Purdy. He actually fits in our system better. Whatever. The Jets should have just signed Mike White and kept his ass and sent Zach Wilson to court the the nearest um Gracidis or whatever the fuck grocery store to pack some bags because nobody (laughs) nobody wants this motherfucker. I don't give a shit if you cut him. Nobody's picking him up. Super local reference. I'm I'm, I'm tired of defending this dude. I don't give a shit what the hell happens next week. I don't give a shit what the hell happens next week. Also, the Jets win. Because Zach Wilson, you you just fill out the AP the AP application, whatever for the AP grocery stores. Yeah, the (laughs) whatever HB stores, whatever. I don't give a shit. You know, good. The XFL don't want your ass. Oh man, come on now. Madden don't want your ass. You can't even play in Madden, motherfucker. Wow. I mean, I'm tired, you know, of, I'm tired of defending this dude. This is bullshit. This one, man. I just not going well. I'm not gonna lie, it's not going well. We this, got this is, <laughs> we got Denver before you belt down. Let's finish this game. Right, we got I'm Denver done. and Buffalo. I'm done. Save it for the shoutouts. We got Denver and Buffalo. Denver is um on the road. They're getting seven and a half, understandably. I don't know why this isn't higher. I would expect it eight and a half or nine and a half. Um Buffalo's at home. Denver had a rope, had a win to right before the bye week, which is why they didn't make any trades. Sean Payton believes there's enough people in the building to get the wins done. Nobody expects them to win this game, and neither do I. Buffalo's offense has been stagnant. Denver's defense may actually be alive. The fact that they're coming off of a bye week is good. Buffalo's coming off of uh, two tough games in a row, three losses in a row, two losses in a row. It's kind of surprising. They're five and three. I don't expect them to lose this game, but I don't expect them to cover this number. It's going to go up, but I'm willing to lock it in for Denver at seven and a half. They lose by a touchdown or less. Um, Buffalo just kind of gets by on them, and Denver's defense just finally steps up and shows why they were so close in all those games last year. Russell Wilson isn't terrible, and I think he's been practicing all week, and he doesn't take any time off. And, you know, 
both of these teams are really good. And Buffalo's defense is just getting worse, and they're not as healthy as they have been. And they got lit up by Cincinnati, which is not surprising because Joe Burrow is really good. So I'm a lock in Denver as my fifth lock of the week. And I'm going to take the under, 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 way under on that 47 and a half. Expect this game to be like the Bears-Carolina game on Monday Night Football. Go ahead, Ann. Yeah, I'm going the opposite way on this one. I'm not only taking the over, I'm taking Buffalo on this one. Of course, is there something about Cincinnati around this time of year and a little bit later when it comes to them in Buffalo? For some reason, they own them on this. It's just that they, they match up pretty, very very well and stuff like that. But Buffalo is a team that is going to come back. They're going to bounce against teams that are on lower stem than them on this. And they're going to make this good. This is going to be their get right game, whatever. I can see that both teams added more than 47 um, points to this. But yeah, definitely taking in Buffalo, taking the over. And this is going to be my fifth lock, FU Jets. That's the reason I'm taking Buffalo instead. <laughs> see now that's see now that's not a conditional fan that's love that yeah. is love shown it, that is really tough love that is, that is tough love that is that's like i will i will pick you I, I will pick the, your ugly sister over you right now but i don't mean i don't love you i just don't like your ass right <laughs> this very moment that's what that's what you're hearing from ed right right about now um yeah, it's it's hard to pick it's hard to pick Denver in this spot. Um, just because you know, we've seen what Denver what Denver is. We we know what Denver is. Um, they're not a great team, but they're not an injured team right now. They don't have any injuries. This is the first team that I've seen. This is week 10. Mm-hmm. They walk into this situation with no injuries on the report. Correct. Like that is ridiculous. I didn't even I didn't realize that. They are the healthiest team in football, and they stink. But they, they're the healthiest <laughs> team in football. Like this I'm is ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> I, I just, you know, just, suffice it to say, you know, Buffalo is still. I think Buffalo is the better team. And I think Buffalo yeah. will win the game. Yeah. But I can honestly see Denver keeping this within the seven and a half. I could see it. I, I could, I could yeah. picture it because, at, to Ant's point, Buffalo plays down to the level of the competition. And they don't seem to be able to play up to the le- up, up to the level of competition when that competition is is Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals or Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They should be able to beat. They can beat every other team in the NFL except for those two. Um, and and that's 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 pretty much how their season is going to go. Um, I think they're going to win the game. I think six and five. I think I think I don't think that they're going to go back. They're going to fall back to uh, to five and five. If they do, this is this is this is just it's this, this is the craziest season we've ever seen. Um, but I'm starting to hear rumbles about Buffalo not making the playoffs. If which Denver is just wins this a very game, interesting situation. If Denver wins this game, mark my words. Uh, I don't know how this happens, but Las Vegas is going to the playoffs. Not they're really. Gonna, they're going to out of spite win every game on the rest of their schedule, and they will be the seventh team in the playoffs in the AFC. The reason the reason um, Buffalo can be out of the playoffs, but like, so um, what I was saying earlier, the AFC North, every single team as of right now is in yeah. the playoffs right now. And yeah. since Buffalo was the, on the wild card spot, they're not going to make it. You have to win the division to get in yeah. there. So 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 yeah. So then theoretically, like Buffalo needs to win football games in order to stay within you know earshot of Miami, um, because they know that they can beat Miami. They they've done it before, and they could probably do it again. But and this is Miami's bye week, so they definitely have to win yeah. this week. Else, Miami's going to win the bye week. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to pick Buffalo to win the game. Uh, if this number this number this number opened at eight and a half, I would have liked Denver at eight and a half. I'm going to take Buffalo at seven and a half. 
uh, at, at seven and a half. I think they can get this game by at least 10 or 10 or 11 points. So I'm going to take Buffalo and the, and the over, I don't like, obviously I'm, I'm out of locks. So I was not going to lock this anyway. Um, because I can absolutely see a backdoor cover here from the Broncos, but I'll take Buffalo in the over. All right. And to all of my college football fans, I'm going to give you two bits of advice here to make sure that you win some money. Michigan is playing Penn State. Big game James Franklin never wins a game against a top 10 ranked team. Michigan is number three in the country. Okay. They will not cover that spread at home. The only other game um, they do not cover at home. Do not take, take Penn State. Michigan will cover. They're also cheating, so you know they're trying harder. Um, who cares if they got the signals? Apparently, everybody had everybody's signals in the Big Ten, so there's that. Uh, also, Rutgers is playing Iowa. Guess what the over-under is, Ant Malik? Guess. It was 30 and a half. That was a previous record. I want you to guess what the over-under on the Rutgers-Iowa game is. I'll go first. I'll say um, 20. A little higher. Malik? 40. I was going to say 28 and a half. You're looking at the screen, aren't you? It's 28 and a half. It opened up at 29. That is the record. I just, never... I just guessed that. I didn't even look, look, look at it. Think about that. 28 no, I, and a half I, I, means I two teams in, in – oh, you were guessing two teams in college will score two touchdowns each. Most games go over 34 points. Just period. Look. I don't care how bad you are, how good you are. They go over 34 points. This game is at 28 and a half because they know there's going to be 19 punts per team probably. I don't know how they're going to figure that out, but they're going to have that many possessions that both going to have 19 punts. Take the under. Um, as long as the spread doesn't drop below 25, I think you're solid here. A 14-10 game would be the highest scoring game Iowa's played in the Big Ten all season. So that's easy money again. <clears throat> and yeah, the under has hit every single one of their games. No matter how low they go, they just keep getting lower. And they both have really good defenses and mediocre offenses. Yeah, I'm convinced Iowa could score 30 points if uh, if Jim Harbaugh was giving them the plays. <laughs> <laughs> they could have Mahomes come in at quarterback, and they still couldn't put up 30 points in a game. Seriously. And they've already fired their offense coordinator, who's the head coach's son, although they're going to let him finish out the season because they're like, whatever, the checks are still going to clear. So whatever, we're going to pay him the money. We're just going to most begrudging eight-win season ever in Iowa history. But they are winning games. They're just not winning – with any score. People hate how they win. And that's why they want to get rid of them. We're going to shout outs and pull your shout outs real quick. Actually, all right, you. everybody. All right, everybody. Um record record this one, everybody, especially Ace, because I'll never say it again. Shout outs to the Bears quarterback badging. Cause it's almost um seven minutes. Bears are winning. One minute uh, seven minutes in the fourth quarter. And he's quite I'm saying shout outs to him because he's doing something that my quarterback can't do. Actually, he could lead his team to win a game. That's what it looks like he's actually doing. He's actually scoring points and stuff like that. He's actually flowing in the system. If he was actually there on my team, we actually might be quite quite in the um leading the division right now. So shout out to him. I'm gonna just leave it like that. Shout out to um Mara Carey. She's taking over in November. You know, the quite I feel bad for anybody who's working in retail because they're gonna hear her over and over and over and over again until they go into feel like they're in the insane insane asylum. So shout out to her. Um <laughs> shout out to um Wu Tang Clang and Tribe Called Quest because 30 years uh, um today both the Enter the Wu Tang and Midnight Marauders came out. Shout out to them, albums are classics, whatever. Shout outs on that. Um before I give my last shout outs, a shout out, I want to give a shout out to the Jets organization. We finally did it. We got a rough in the passer. The last time we got a, a rough in the passer play called was back in 2021. It's actually two years 
quarterback, you know, could have been Zach Wilson, could have been Mike White, could have been whatever. They got sacked, thrown around like rag dogs. The, the refs don't pay attention to nothing like that. But yet the opposing team, you know, you whiff, you blow on them or whatever, sneeze on them, whatever, all of a sudden, rough on the passive play, um, flag comes out. So shout out to that and, you know, F you refs. But um, my last shout out is that to Zach Wilson. Fuck you. Anyway, that's it. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I just wanted everybody to know I'm, I'm a conditional, I'm a conditional fan. You know what? I'm okay with that. Um, I'm glad we did that earlier. I'm glad we uh, got that out. And I want everybody here to wonder whether or not that was a bit. It might have been. It might have been planned. It might not have been planned. Who knows? If you've been listening to us for the past four years, we have very impassioned speeches. Um, I'm going to switch to basketball real quick. Shout out to the Indiana Pacers for beating the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis having a 50-point game and a loss. Only the fifth fifth player ever in NBA history to have a 50-point game and a loss. And a loss ever. Period. Point blank. Somehow getting Damian Lillard really messed up their defense. And my father was right. And they needed to keep Drew Holiday. And somehow getting rid of Marcus Smart was the answer for the Celtics because that team looks amazing. And James Harden really is not the answer. And, you know, the Clippers have lost to the Knicks. So I'm happy that all of these players are moving around. And all you got to do is push Victor Wembanyama, And apparently he can't score. That's all it took. All it took was Mitchell Robinson and somebody else pushing him. And that was it. That's all we needed to do to beat him. And shout out to my Bears, my Ravens, and shout out to my UB Bulls who won't be bowl eligible. But y'all trying and doing the best you can. So, you know, maybe we need to get our NLM money up, get some, uh, you know, better quarterback in there or whatever, pay these players in college. Maybe the school should come up off some of that brick. My school has a billion-dollar endowment. They need to break some of it off for them because, you know, they're still making them some money. College basketball season, NBA season starting to get going, and I'm enjoying all of these sports in this fall. And uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, so make some money. Follow us and follow me on my best bets. We've been killing it all year, so hopefully y'all can make some money with us. Malik? Yeah, just <clears throat> just two quick shout-outs. Or two, yeah, two quick shout-outs uh, today. Uh, Shout-out to the LSU Lady Tigers. Um, the As as Ace mentioned, the college basketball season is getting ready to kick off very, very soon. And the NCAA, after months of, you know, not saying anything, has now 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 recently came out with a a follow up to say that the officiating in the championship game where the Lady Tigers beat uh, Caitlin Clark's Iowa uh, Iowa team uh, the officiating wasn't up to par. When is the officiating up to par in any game across any damn season across any damn any any damn sport? The officiating is always crap. It doesn't matter. We win because we're better. That's why we win. That's why the Lady Tigers won. Rep represent. Enjoy that trophy. Just say, saying that the officiating, the officiating was was bad. That's like saying water's wet. Officiating is always bad. It's always going to be bad, and we don't need to tell anybody that it was bad. We don't need to investigate that it was bad because we knew it was bad. We know we know we know the officiating is bad at tip off. We don't need to know. We don't, we don't need. You don't need to remind us that the officiating was bad. You know, six months later. Nobody cares. Officiating is always horrible. The Lady Tigers still won. So shout out to them for owning it and continuing to continue to shine. And last but not least, shout out to Jeff. point. They scored 102 points in that game. Exactly. Yeah, they scored 102 points. Exactly. I've never seen that in a women's college basketball game in my life. 102 points. And last but not least, shout out to Anthony's favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers.
And not because not because it's the Jets or you know, anything along those lines. But I think I am pretty sure in my history of watching professional sports, professional football, Aaron Rodgers is the first player to announce when he's coming back from injury. And the team didn't say anything yet. The team has not spoken about Aaron Rodgers' return from injury. But Aaron Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee show, said said that he'll be back in a few fortnights. That's when he's going to come back. And he's allowed Fortnite. to say this. He's allowed to say this. I've never heard of the Look, I don't, I don't know. You guys know. You you interview guys, players. With they let the team speak for them. The team speaks for the player. No, 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 no. Aaron Rodgers speaks for whoever he wants to speak for. He speaks for Aaron Rodgers. He speaks for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers does his thing. Hopefully, he's the same guy who's on the sideline. What he's not supposed to be. He's injured. He's injured. He's not supposed to be there. He gets to do WTF whatever whatever the hell he wants to do. Aaron Rodgers gets to do. He gets to announce his. He gets to announce his uh, when he's coming back. And this is and honestly speaking, I'm not. I would not be surprised if this is the reason why Matt Lafleur. And he didn't, and they, they didn't get along with him in Green Bay because he's in New York and he's getting to do whatever the hell he wants to do. He's getting to say whatever the hell he wants to say, however he wants to say it. And the truth, truth of the matter is, the Jets nobody really can do anything about it because it's not like Zach Wilson is going to help is going to help them uh, to to get where they want to get. They know that they need Aaron Rodgers. Everybody knows that they need Aaron Rodgers, so he gets to say and do and act act however the hell he wants to. Um, so shout out to him for uh, for player empowerment. I guess it's I guess it's probably oh. I guess it's probably the word they use. Oh. I'm out. You bring that up, Malik. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say one thing. Well, a couple of things. Um, one is I believe that's the reason why maybe why Zach Wilson's still there because Aaron Rodgers know this guy kisses Zach Wilson kisses behind, and you know he's not he's no threat to his job. Also, one thing I wanted to I forgot to bring up before there's actually a, what's the name of odds makers that for Aaron Rodgers coming back, um, to to the Jets. This show here for my against Miami's plus three thousand. Against Cleveland plus one thousand five hundred. Against New England plus one thousand two hundred. Against um week one is plus, plus week one of twenty twenty four is plus one thousand. December third versus Atlanta is plus nine hundred. December twenty fourth uh, against Washington is plus six hundred. Against Miami according to December six um seventeen is plus five hundred. Against Houston on December ten is plus four hundred. So if you guys want to bet on that? You know you got you got the odds out there. You know make some money. Have you heard the theory? <laughs> Good luck that, that one. Have you heard the theory that he faked the injury the entire time? Yeah, I'm the one who started it. I'm starting to like that. You started. I'm the one that, who started it. Yes, I'm the one the who started it. I, I put it, I put that out there because the thing is, it, it makes no sense that all, all right. of a sudden you know he's throwing footballs around and dancing around and off off the um, thing after one week of surgery or whatever. Like that'll make no sense. I'm not a journalist. But that was put forward by uh, the Levitard show first. Yeah, he put it forward, but you know, I spread it into wings wing amongst all the Jets channels or whatever like that. It has to be that, so they yeah. won't get the first round pick. And Aaron Rodgers can maybe quit. The Jets might can actually trade up and maybe get on um, what's the name Marvin Harrison Jr. or something like that. Oh no, that's he's going to the Bears. No, 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 Bears getting a quarterback. You guys Shout are winning this week, so it's not gonna I happen. Know. <laughs> Shout out, well, yeah, we still got Carolina, we got to beat him, make sure the pick stays high. Shout out to Oregon State. Um, I hope they win the Pac 12 somehow, some way. Washington runs the table. Oregon State runs the rest of their games. And they play Oregon State versus Washington. They, Oregon State beats Washington to keep them out of the college football playoff. Hope Oregon State and Washington State get all that money from the Pac-12. And they're able to control all the basketball revenue because everybody's leaving with them and they're leaving them behind. And those are power conference schools. And, you know, I think they got a cool mascot. Go Bees. We out. Zach Wilson's career. Peace.